Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, we were very happy in Dear Ann Landers. Wife and wife and wife and wife and wife and wife and Um, no, but she did work Watch for the government at one point. Just oh. FYI, this is horrifying. This is hysterical. No, I wish. This is even better. She was in charge of a place. Well, not in charge. She was. She worked for a place that that had like that built missiles, and they have. It was. She had to go through all this government background testing and everything, and they had a red phone in the office. So if the president called and was like, let's have a missile strike in random country. Sure. He would call that phone. But one day there was cake in the break room because it was somebody's birthday, and my mother went to go get the cake, and she tripped over the red phone and pulled it out of the wall. (laughs) And what if at that moment Russia was about to hit America? Well, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Apparently, you can. <laughs> okay, for anybody who's not listening or doesn't know, we're eating Tortuga rum balls right now from Nassau, and I don't think they're FDA approved. Because is that another country? Let me just re- <clears throat> read this. <laughs> There's 20 of them in there. Why do I throw these out? I keep eating them. A moist and fudgy center <laughs> bursting with rum flavor and coated. This is like a priest that I know. <laughs> moist and fudgy Sweet are the worst words. Sweet and creamy confection. Mm-mm, created to capture the taste of the Caribbean in every bite. Yeah, that's got the taste of the islands right there. Illegal. This has to be laced with cocaine. There has to be I something. Have like a, I have like a husky voice now. Ugh. That's not What's correct. crazy is I think that they also make like a rum cake. Because when the, we went down there. What's the need for like rum-based food? It makes them 500 pounds. Well, what's, what's, what would be the bad thing about a rum-based food though? Rum. Are you not a rum fan? No. It's tropical. It makes people feel like they're bringing a little bit of their vacation home with them, you know? I thought those were like the braids. No, but they went right at me. I, uh, me and the hubs went on a, yeah, just wash it down with wine. It makes everything better. We're rocking a, a bottle of Pinot Grigio tonight. For a minute, I thought you were going to bring the Vanderpump Rosé. I got very excited. I looked excited. for it. It's not easy to find because <laughs> it's, it's really, probably. It's exclusive. It's like Tortuga Rumble. Yeah. It's hard to find in Hell's Kitchen. That surprises me. Of all the places, it should be there. Because that's her, her fan base. Sadly, yeah. Is is 90% gay, don't you think? 100% stupidity. <laughs> and me. I'll do. I'll drink it with a straw. Anytime a real housewife comes out with an alcoholic product, I have to drink it. Why? I'm a cutter. Oh, okay. Mm. Are you... T- I'm still pulling Tortuga rum balls yeah. out of my teeth. Yeah. I actually a- feel like I should just... Get them replaced now because that was pure sugar. How do old people eat that? Where they take their teeth out and gently. Yeah. I think at a certain age you should be able to unhinge your jaw. 
like a snake or Jessica yeah. Simpson. And then just let <laughs> can she unhinge her jaw? I think so. How do you know these things? I know a lot. Um, I'm Aaron McGuire. I'm Patrick O'Brien. <gasps> and we are official. from the Pineapple Ranch. We're coming to you live from the basement of the Pineapple Ranch, our tiki lounge, uh, which is officially called the Maha'a Lounge. So welcome to our podcast. If you're tuning in, we're going to take some some choice advice from Dear Abby, and we're going to put it up versus Ann Landers. This is like an advice column battle to the death. These two dry broads were like your, your two grandmothers who had no time for your crap. And they were sisters. They were twin sisters. So here's a little bit of backstory about Ann Landers and Dear Abby, do you know about this? I've done some studying okay. because I'm very, because I'm very unemployed. Oh. What I love is that their names were inverted from each other. Like as a parent, how unoriginal are you if you have twins and you name them Esther Pauline and Pauline Esther? I mean, maybe they're like, think of something now. I also think those were government issued names. I feel like you only had five names to choose from. Pauline? In like the 20s or 30s. It was like depression era names. <laughs> You're going to get Esther, Pauline, and Mary. And then other than that, it's going to cost you to name your kid anything interesting. Esther. Like the movie Esther? There's a movie called Esther. Uh-huh. Where it's a girl who pretends that she's Is it starring a child? Scarlett Johansson because she can play anything? Asian, <laughs> man, no. woman, doesn't make a difference. No. It's a girl who... Uh, is adopted by a family and they realize she's actually 35 and not 10. <laughs> and then she kills them. Wait, oh no. Wait, this was recent. In the last 10 years, if that's recent. Yes, because it's a horror movie, right? Well, it's not a comedy. Actually, it would be a better comedy. Well, I don't like it. Like starring Amy Schumer as Esther. Like, I had no idea that she was 35 until I found these maxi pads under her bed. And I'm wasted. <laughs> And she came back home with a 50-year-old man. But so did I. Esther! Is it really called Esther? Uh-huh. I kind of trust you on this because I feel like you're dorky enough to wow. retain okay. that. That was a direct hit. And just, yes, it was. I like that you're shuffling through your papers like you're some, I feel like, like you're Tom doing my Broca? taxes. Are I... you done with your taxes? Yeah. Why were you so quick to answer that? Because I like to get shit done. The feds aren't listening. Yet. I like to get all of my shit done. I would you do it right after the new year? I did it like two weeks ago. Yeah, I used to always automatically apply for an extension. After I've been audited, I'm like, I'll do it right as soon as they ask. Oh me. my god, that makes my sphincter mm. tighten just saying the A word. Yeah. That is fun. not Abby or Ann. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what starts with A? Audit. Anal. Oh. <laughs> now audit. that's okay. Well, talk about sphincter tightening. Did you ever read these growing up? Oh my God, yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I really thought about writing into her once upon a time. Why? I don't know. I had kid problems. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my light bright isn't working. You're like, you know what? I'll write to someone and eventually they'll write back. That's what I love in about this in general. And some of them, some of them go deep dive. If you start looking and you start reading, I was like, wow, we're talking about hysterectomies. Okay, we're in. Oh, well then, if we're going to go there, then I'm going to shuffle my pages. Oh my God, shuffle your papes. And let me just tell you that 
If you don't mind me going first. Oh, go right ahead. I feel like she's a little drier. She is. More saccharine. Well, you know, yeah, she had to be, there has to be a sweeter version of Anne who's going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> um. Okay, so here we go. Now, oh, we're in. I've read an awful lot, and this one, this is a very special episode of Dear Abby. By the way, what what is the the date on it, and where, where what publication did it come from? Because they both started in Chicago. This is from the 1978 okay. Chicago Tribune. All right, hit me. Okay, I'm very excited. <laughs> I need a rumble. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. Dear Abby, last summer I read a very moving article in your column about a 17-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I can't. This is this is, this is Oh my like god, nothing's news. even happened yet. I'm very excited. This is like the newscasters that like laugh at a funeral. <laughs> so, okay. Um uh, last summer I read a very moving article in your column about a 17-year-old boy who was killed in a car accident due to his own reckless driving. I love that you laughed before you said <laughs> killed in a car accident. <laughs> because I know what's happening. Oh, like, okay. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> it made a deep impression on me. Little did I know that we would lose our 18-year-old son in a car accident soon after. If this letter saves one life, it'll be worth writing. Our son wasn't driving mother's or father's car. He was walking home from a party with a friend. A car stopped, and the driver, a 19-year-old boy, offered the, ride, the boys a ride home. They happily accepted. The driver started to speed, and the police chased him. He refused to stop. Finally, he struck a tree, and his car was cut in half. Our son was killed instantly, and his friend died three days later without regaining consciousness. The driver survived with minor injuries. This happened half a mile from our home. We later learned that the driver of the car was on probation, and the car was stolen, so he was afraid to stop. No alcohol was involved, and yes, Abby, he was our only son. Oh my God, when does this lighten up? Signed, Lonely in Joliet, Illinois. Okay, I'm ready to pop open a vein. Right. So I have just read that entire paragraph. Oh, I'm, I'm you know, look, I'm in shock, okay? I had to, it's okay yeah. if it's muffled right now. It's a, so okay. that, like, beautiful letter. Yeah. That Sally Field Steel Magnolia's monologue. <laughs> I can walk to Texas and te- and back with my Shelby can't. Oh, devastating. Uh-oh. Here's Dear Abby. Dear Lonely, there is a valuable lesson to be learned here. Don't accept a ride just because it's offered. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Abby Christ. Oh, my that's it. Wow. That's it. That's oh. all. That's that's oh. all that they got. That's all. You know, I like that that they have a no guff, no no sugar. There's nothing saccharine or sweet about it. But that is some next level shit right there. Here's a valuable lesson. Get over yourself. Yeah. It's Walk like Dick, next time. It's like that famous story about Dick Puckis when he was. Uh, talking to a kid who was dying of leukemia. And what did he, he say? He said, life's tough, kid. Don't bitch. Oh, my God. Is it a generational thing? I swear to God. It reminds me of like <laughs> when I would sit around in my grandmother's house for, for like more than two minutes. If you sat down for any extended period of time, they'd come in the room and she'd be like, get up and move your blood around. <laughs> 
move your blood around. Mm-hmm. Like go go do something. Like actually physically move your blood. I don't know. They they were like, I got no time for this. I waited in bread lines. I watched people light themselves on fire. So suck it and get. <laughs> was your mama Carney? Oh my. Well, yeah, pretty much. Oh. It was. Um, that's Boston living for you there. Oh, okay. We'll hug you, but then we'll slap you right I've afterwards. Only been there twice. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been to Chicago a handful of times. Something bad has always happened every time I'm in Chicago, too. That could happen. That's the sound of me drinking mm-hmm. Pinot Grigio, like, sloppily. It's a dry. Well, Pinot that, Grigio. speaking of dry, that is a dry response, and she did not coddle anybody. I am I am not here to be your... Yeah. No, I'm not going to comfort you. That's it. And that's in the 70s. Wow. So we were beyond the summer of love. Like, she should have felt something. Nothing. Dead inside. That's a good dear, Abby. That's that what was you a get good... for drinking tab cola. <laughs> Did they have tab back then, though? That I was when so. they actually had the tab on the tab. Yeah. I Until so. they were like, oh, people have figured out how to drug people. Mm. Game over. No more fun. <laughs> I hope we get corporate sponsorship from tab. All I want is tab and tortuga rum balls. That's what my dad, in like when I was growing up, my dad would be like, go get me a tab and a plastic glass with a lot of ice. Oh. I mean. In my family, it I was. I wonder why he had heart problems. Well, we want white Zinfandel in a pint glass over ice with a port wine cheese ball and Triscuits. I just threw up. That's the rum ball. <laughs> that didn't have anything to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, then I'm going to keep it in this, I'm going to keep it in that death realm Okay. right now. So, all right, we're staying with death. Dear Ann Landers, Grandpa died 10 years ago and left Grandma well-fixed financially. Last week, she celebrated her 83rd birthday. By the way, 83rd is spelled the number eight, the number three, the letter D. (laughs) So I'm just going to go ahead and say... (laughs) Safely, that's 83rd birthday. 83D. 83D. Jaws 3D. That is, that's an old person in 3D, <laughs> which is just teeth coming at you. Wow. Um, some people think she's amazing because she can remember what happened in this town 75 years ago. I have a hard time talking to her because she can't remember what she said three minutes before. The problem is this. Grandma has told me three dozen times that she is going to leave me her cameo pin and her gold wedding band. Actually, I don't care for the cameo pin. And the wedding band is something I would never wear because I want a new one from my own husband. How do I tell her, without looking grabby, that she can leave those things to someone else and just leave me the money? Signed, Practical in Princeton. <clears throat> and here is what Ann Landers has to say. You want me to help you. Get the message across to Grandma that you aren't interested in heirlooms, just money. At the same time, you don't want to look grabby. Sorry, toots. The dollar signs in your eyeballs are flashing like neon lights. There's no way you can come off looking decent when you deliver a message like that. And Landers! I mean, that one. That woman had a comment, though. I am not adding any words for the record. She is saying words like toots and butte and broad. Her, her verbology is like my own. I love Ann Landers. She's, well, first of all, practical in Princeton can go get bent. I mean, that's a mean. Yeah. 
She said the quiet part loud. She said the part that we all think the same thing. It's like, oh, I don't want the stupid. What is that? What is that? A coin collection? I, I can't do anything with it. But at the same token, China, like, who if uses this is, China? If someone's going to leave you something that they think that you would like, that's sweet. As opposed to most, it's like people that are like, here's what I want for Christmas, and then gives you a list. It's like, I don't want to buy you that. No. And I oh. just want the money. Yeah. Here's a gift card. Fuck off. <laughs> I love a gift card. My my family has a real issue giving gift cards because they're like, well, you can't open it. And the same thing with my in-laws. It's like, you can't open it. I think one year they actually wrapped a gift card. They send you gift cards. I know this because I order a lot of gift cards for the family, family that, you, that I work for. You know, <laughs> um, to, to not right. be named. <laughs> <laughs> um, that you can and that you order it and it comes in a box and you open it up and you're like, oh, it's going to be earrings. No, it's a gift card for $300. Um, I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, but I'm just saying you don't have to like wrap it. You know, like People feel the need to open something. Sure. That's not in a card. Well, this comes in a box. But at a certain age, aren't you fine opening something that's in an envelope? Yeah. I mean. God, I wish I were part of the mafia. Well, I mean, I have to, I guess I have to open up a lot of envelopes that I get a little nervous about. In this case, there's a white powder that comes in. Oh. I'm like the food taster, like back in the old days. I like that that's your thought. My first thought is glitter. The movie with Mariah Carey? No, I wish. If that came in an envelope, good for her. Good for her. If you opened up an envelope and Mariah Carey fell out. Oh, my God. I hate glitter. Nobody likes glitter. The act of getting a card with glitter on it, nobody enjoys it. Nobody does. Somebody sent me um, a card that was filled with with like polystyrene um, stars. No. No. I don't want anything to fall out. No, I don't her. want any, unless it's money. Yeah, unless and it's even money. And even that I don't. Or Mariah Carey and glitter. <laughs> I hope she falls out. So wait, of the two of these, okay, if we're putting Abby up against Anne, who gave the better advice in this situation? Well, I mean, let's be honest. Anne. <laughs> Anne did give really great advice. Also, Abby did give great advice because, you know, just because it's, someone offers you a ride. Touche. It, it, it. it could be just a draw yeah, on this one. Just remember, when Jeffrey Dahmer pulls up and says, do you need a ride? Don't be a dick. Yeah. I'm giving this one to Anne. All right. Because she told this, first of all, she called this chick toots. And uh, let's be honest. She was like, I'm not even going to pretend to give you advice on this. You, you're going to come to me with this? You look grabby? Of course you look grabby. Don't be so stupid. <laughs> Bitch. All right, that's Abby and Ann. First round. All round right. one. Round one. Yeah. To the death. Oh, do you want me to read you while I'm sitting here right now? I want to read you this. Sure. This this is not the advice column part of this, this thing, but this is the takeaway. Our producer's getting more booze from oh. the bar. This is really what this night is all about. Sure. <clears throat> so if you want a little bit of insight as to the relationship between Anne and Abby, I think that this letter says it all. Somebody wrote to Anne Landers and they said, Dear Anne, about three months ago I read your column and later the same day I read your sister's column in another newspaper. One question and the answer were exactly the same. I was driving a semi at the time, so I don't recall the papers or the dates. 
Why were you, wait, why were you driving a semi and reading the newspaper? It's like texting. That's like the 1980s version of texting. Yeah. It's like I was going through microfiche, but also operating heavy machinery and trying to deliver something to Filene's basement. Microfiche. In every horror movie. So what I want to know is how come? I thought Ann Landers and Dear Abby worked independently. No trading of letters or answers. At least that is what the both of you have been saying all these years. I dare you to print this letter in your reply. He dared her. Signed, David K. Vicksburg in Michigan. He actually gave her his name, which is Ballsy. It's not Tortuga Rum Ballsy, but it's not far off. Signed, Rum Balls. (laughs) Caribbean. First of all, Rum Balls are a terrible idea. Who put sprinkles on these stupid things? So here's her response. Are you ready? My sister and I do not trade letters or answers. If you read the... If you read... You raid my house. Don't raid it. (laughs) If you read the same letter and answer in both columns, it was an error on the part of a typesetter. Over the years, dozens of papers have mistakenly printed my picture over her column and vice versa. Because we appear side by side in many newspapers, the readers forget where they read what. I am constantly asked to keep up my crusade on behalf of the notchier babies so that they won't be gypped out of their social security. (laughs) (laughs) This is Abby's crusade, not mine. (laughs) Recently, my sister sent me several letters from readers who want her recipe for the cake that cost $2.05. That recipe appeared in my column, not hers. (laughs) When Abby appeared on the Phil Donahue show several months ago, readers wrote to tell me how well I did. When I appeared on Good Morning America and the Today Show, she received several comments about her performance. I get dozens of letters that start Dear Abby. She gets dozens of letters that begin with Dear Abby and sign off with Please Anne, help me. People have written to tell me what a lovely son I have. I have no son. Eddie is Abby's son. I say they went to school with my daughter in Boulder, Colorado. Her daughter went to Boulder. Mine went to Brandeis University. As recently as a few months ago, Abby received letters asking if she has remarried and if she is happy. Abby was never divorced. I have not remarried, but I am very happy. This week, a man complimented me on my speech at the Rotary Club in Council Bluffs. I have never addressed the Rotary in Council Bluffs. That was my sister! Abby and I have decided it is useless to fight it. We shall continue to accept graciously all bouquets and brickbats that come our way and not try to straighten anybody out. When God made twins, he created pluses and minuses, and we cheerfully accept both. And letters! Let's just back up a second. There's a lot to unpack in this bit of information that Aunt, first of all, resume. She has definitely, she gave herself a lot more credits than her sister. She was like, my sister was on Phil Donahue, but I was on Good Morning America and the Today Show. I was on Maury Povich. I was on Kitty Kelly. I was on. I made the rounds. I made the circuits because I have a better agent than she does. God damn it. So she goes on that rant, which is now four times as long as the question that was asked. And also four times as long as any advice She's ever given. Right. For example, the one that I just read about the woman who lost her son got like two sentences. Yeah. And actually, Anne does the same thing. You attack them. And she's like, 
let me tell you something. And next thing you know, you're like reading Gone with the Wind and you didn't even know. No, it's like, the, you know how you hit somebody's Achilles he- Kelly's heel? Mm-hmm. Kelly's heel. Who's Kelly? <laughs> you know how you hit somebody's Achilles heel and you don't know that you hit it by, you ask like the wrong question. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, what's it? What's it like to be Irish in Boston? You're like, don't even start with me. You don't know. And you don't even know that you've crossed a tripwire. Yeah. So if we're unpacking this. Also, I want to know about the cake that costs $2.05. I don't want to eat that cake. Oh, I do. I don't. Because I just ate these. <laughs> rum balls. Well, Tortuga rum balls probably cost less than that to make. Let's mm. be honest. There's poor kids in the Nassau, Bahamas area that are like, Rolling balls. Oh, that sounded wrong. So <laughs> this sure is 1986. Are, this is probably like my. She's it, had it. There's a famous cake in my family called the lemon lime cake, and it was made out of equal parts lemon jello and lime jello. And then you drip maraschino cherry juice on the top of it. It's amazing that I ever made it out of there alive. That's really. Not good. How half of us have not <laughs> lost our feet to diabetes is beyond me. <laughs> it's beyond me. Uh, I just ever, feel lucky to be alive. <laughs> did you guys ever have what my mom calls Hawaiian salad? Oh, ambrosia. What? Same thing, right? So it's like a pink. No, it's um, mandarin oranges. Oh, Okay. I got to build this in my mind. It's not a gelatin mold, is it? No. I don't exactly know what else is in it other than mandarin oranges and marshmallows and something else. And you mix it together. And that's pretty much it. That's all. And there's some other, maybe it's pineapple or something or pineapple juice, but that's really it. And we served it. And we think we still serve it. Oh, yeah. But what... Is that? That's what I loved about the sixties. Gusty. I swear. And you throw it in like a fancy Jello mold plate or something. Look at how pretty that is. We use our fine china for that. Oh my god! Well, please, we have the white trash fruit dip, which I still serve to this day. What's that? Cream cheese, marshmallow fluff, and orange juice. (laughs) Do not even judge me, and don't judge these rum balls until you try them, y'all. I did. I once got drunk and I dipped Tostitos in it, and I was like, this is the best day of my life. It, that's a, It's strawberry what? There's no strawberries even involved. That's what I said. Yeah, see? What was it? <laughs> it These rum balls are really hitting me hard. It's cre- I tell you, they're powerful. Pinot Grigio doesn't hurt either. <laughs> we have our daily cocktail. Um, it's cream cheese, marshmallow fluff, and just a dash, just a whisper of orange juice. And you dip fruit in it. You can dip you dip strawberries, you can dip things in, but I just I got creative. This is some like housewife sixties mm. bullshit. Just white trash. Like, mm, isn't that good? No. It feels right. Oh, it lit up. Um, well, Instagram. Okay. So so now you have a little bit and, and the, the title of this article was pluses and minuses of having a twin sister. I don't see any pluses in this whole litany of rage. That she just vomited on poor David Vicksburg of Michigan. He did not know. Sad. He oh, and not. also, like, uh, oh, there, I like that there's a subtle dig about she's not divorced. I am, but I'm perfectly happy being alone. <laughs> I'm not defensive. You're defensive. 
Don't even look at me. Do you think I don't get tail because I'm divorced? You're wrong. I'm Ann Landers. Look at my cheekbones. Look at all my pearls. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to work to get some of these necklaces? Do you know how many cigarettes I have in my fridge? I have a lot. I'm a healthy woman eating ham salad every day. I have not remarried, but I'm very happy. Thank you for asking. And it's in parentheses. Just a sidebar, David, if you're looking. If that's your real name, David. I could be Anne Vicksburg if you're lucky, if you play your cards right. I also like, she kept going on. Like, she could have stopped. Like, she'd made her point within the first two paragraphs, but then she was like, Somebody complimented me on my speech at the Rotary Club and Council Bluffs. Who even knew that ever happened? <laughs> like now, now you're just listing everything that's happened in the past two years. Who cares about the Rotary Club? Y'all were on Phil Donahue. I walked past him um, a couple months ago. Did you see his big glasses from afar? <laughs> Does he still wear like, like you know, what are they called? Bifocals. Um, don't remember that. But I do remember he was with his wife. Anne. Marlo. Not. <laughs> Anne. I almost said Anne Curry. <laughs> Wait, no. Who is he married to? Because I was- Marlo a- Thomas, that girl. No, he's not. Indeed. He is not married to her. Mm-hmm. Who's Connie Chung married to? Maury Povich. There you go. See, I wasn't that far off. What? I was at a bar once with Connie Chung. <laughs> It's true. I was in a bar with Connie Chung. I feel like I should call one of my sisters and say, it's time to get mom back. Mom needs to go home. She's tired. She doesn't know what she's not making any sense. I want to make a t-shirt that says, I was in a bar with Connie Chung. And I thought she was married to Phil Donahue. No. I'm glad I didn't say that to her. Yeah. Don't ask me why I was at a bar with Connie Chung. (laughs) I won't. It was at East of 8th in New York City. On 14th Street? 23rd. That's what Which is no more. Indeed. It is. It has, like many amazing bars and restaurants, gone the way of... Chelsea is like walking through like a graveyard. It is. Isn't it sad? It's a lot of like four lease signs, but yet psychic storefronts still... Somehow they can pay their rent? They're crushing it. They are nailing it. I was like, folding chairs in the, that village the psychic has been there for forever. And somebody told me, well, that's a front for the mafia. Oh. oh, I love it when we finish each other's sentences <laughs> and it's so wrong. <laughs> Nothing makes me happier than a wrong Mad Lib, you know? That's like a front for Michigan. No, Diabetes. no, not at all what I was thinking. Oh. Diabetes. White trash dip. So that's my recipe for white trash dip. It's not the $2 five cent cake. But here's my promise to you. For next week, I'm going to find what that recipe is for that cake. And I'm going to make you a $2 five cent cake. I'm all right. It's either that or the rum balls. You have two choices. I'll have the cake. <laughs> I'll have the rum balls. All okay, right. So there you go. Let's right. let's hit it. Back, right. to, back to Abby. I'm swinging it back to abs. So this I'm just reading because I don't really understand many things about this. So I'm just going to read it. Okay. Dear Abby, do you know anything about jaguars? We just got one for a pet. What? He's a lovable cat. We wanted to mate him, so borrowed a female jaguar for that purpose. We put them together and he wouldn't have a thing to do with her. She didn't seem to have any interest in him either, but I think he had had romanced her a little. She might have cooperated. 
My wife says she thinks our cat is homosexual. <laughs> Abby, have you ever heard of a gay cat? I asked our vet, and he just laughed. But I'd really like to know. Serious in Florida. Number one. Of I course, think most this is from Florida. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Why is it people in Florida have like white tigers and jaguars and... Because it's over for them. Because it's over. It's going to eventually crack off of the rest of the country and float off. Yeah. And then you'll just... Into the like, Atlantic. Then like the rest of the United States will just erupt in the wave. Oh, good. And we'll go there eventually to visit and we'll get rumbles. Like, Wait. So, Okay. So, so we're in Florida, responded. she has a jaguar, and she thinks he's gay. And she's borrowed another one. To, to mate, mate it. it. Okay. Right. But she thinks he's homosexual. Okay. Dear Sirius. Oh, Jesus. I asked one of the finest vets in the profession, Dr. Herman Salk of Palm Springs, California. And he, <laughs> and he didn't laugh. Instead, he told me that unless the female's in heat, the male will have nothing to do with her. And she should also care less about him. Also, some cats refused to, refuse to breed in captivity. And Dr. Salk concluded by saying that he had never heard of a four-legged gay cat. <laughs> and that's all? That's the way she answered? That's it. So there's no such thing as a homosexual cat. P.S. She answered that in all sincerity. Yeah, she did. That's kind of what my point is. It's I like, think first that of that's all, Abby. It's like, hey, I have, I, have a, I have a pet jaguar. I do. Yeah. Don't you? No? You don't? Anyway, I think he's gay. Yeah, my pet jaguar that I have in- In Florida. In Florida is, might, might be a homosexual. Please, you ever go to the Everglades? <laughs> no. Like, they scare me. These are not the people that should be owning wild animals. No. But for the record- I think he's fine to play with the toddler. Here's the think? difference already between Abby and Anne, is that Abby takes those people very seriously, mm -hmm. and she's like, look- I did some studying on this, and I called a friend. He's a vet. Yeah. He's in Palm Springs. He's totally legit. He doesn't think these jaguars are gay. I mean, like, she's taking them seriously. Her her vibe is very different from Anne, who if, she, if that letter came to Anne, she'd be like, are you an asshole? Who's ever heard of a gay pussy? Who gave you a jaguar? The only jaguars that you should have are the ones that you can drive down Route 78. With the top down. I'm divorced, but I'm very happy. I'd have a Jaguar, but what do I need with one? <laughs> there is something I kind of, it's not advice, but the the article is that, that people come at her for is so funny to me that I'm like, I don't know where. It... It's a gay Jaguar. <laughs> like, it's a gay. This is like, actually. You know what? I'm not actually going to call my vet. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to put a stamp on it. I'm going to put it in the mailbox. And then I'm going to wait a while. Meanwhile, I have two jaguars alive in my house. I in like that house. we keep marinating on the fact that like people had to go to the trouble to put this in print and to put it in an envelope and to put a stamp on it. I mean, see, here's the thing. Now, anybody can spout anything they feel within two seconds Yeah. on the Twitterverse. But this took work. It took marination. It took people sitting down and putting a pen to paper. Have you ever written something and then read back on what it was and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, have you ever found an old diary or an old journal? No, I normally throw all my personal thoughts and feelings away. Oh, my God. I used to write diaries like somebody was going to find them. What? So I wrote them flowery because you're like, you never know. 
Mm-hmm. If you leave a diary around, like odds are my mother's going to read that thing. Probably. Because <laughs> I know her. Wait, did we just do, wait, we just did that one, right? Which one? Which one? We, so we just did, oh, we did the Jaguar. Did, okay, oh, wait, throw cat. it over right now. We're going to throw it. We did Gay Cat, it. which is also my favorite character. Gay Cat. Snugglepuss. All right, so we've done that one. Okay. How you doing already? <laughs> Are you ready for this? Let's read it already even. All right, I'm going to... Oh, this will be kind of in keeping with this. So something that's comparable to your Jaguar. Ready? Mm, yeah. Dear Ann Landers. <laughs> I haven't even said anything yet. <laughs> I just said dear. <laughs> you already know what's going to be good. <clears throat> I tell a good story. I'm a bachelor, 43, and I have a good business. Five months ago, my brother's wife divorced him. He always played around with other women, drank too much, and got himself into financial messes. Quote, Ned, end quote. Nice choice of a fake name. Is very resentful we'll of the divorce. Ned. I mean, essentially, Ned. That is 1980 for you. Right now, we'd pick Dave or Paul. Yeah. All right. So Ned is very resentful of, of the divorce because he has two little boys he loves a lot. He refuses to pay his ex-wife alimony or child support and has moved out of the state to punish her. I don't get it. She will not permit me to see the boys, which is tearing me apart. Her reasoning is that I will pay the support money if I get lonesome enough. Her family has quite a lot of money, and I know her father would help in a minute. But she wants the money from either her ex-husband or me. I have told her this is terribly unfair. What should I do? Signed, Hung for a sheep or a goat? I don't get it. I don't get it. If I had a nickel. (laughs) If you're hung, then why are you talking to me if you're lonesome? But this was Anne's real response. Are you ready? And again, I am not paraphrasing Anne. These are her real words that she has written. All right. Your sister-in-law sounds bananas. (laughs) Her blackmailing you makes no sense. Urge her to go back to her lawyer. Track her husband down and insist he come across or sit in the cooler. When jail seems imminent, the louse may come through. Don't, repeat, don't start to pick up the support checks. It'll be a never-ending can of worms. That's Anne. Thank you, Hung. (laughs) Dear Hung. Hung for a sheep or a goat, not hung like a sheep or a goat. That is a very different, for and like a very different words. I love Ann Landers Wait, so, so much. Does that mean that he's hung like he want? He's yeah, I'm hung like for a sheep. Like you can't win or you can't lose. Oh, I, I think that might like, be the phrase. He's like, I'm, I'm hung for a sheep. Either way you like, cut, I'm it. ready to fuck a sheep. I am reading considerate. Oh, consider. It. it. Oh, oh, I don't. That's very different. Isn't that okay. funny? Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Considering it. Consider it, please. <laughs> Dear Abby, I have been reading a lot lately about women who have had silicone implants to enlarge the size of their breasts, and I want to know more about it. May 23rd, 1978. Oh. Is this something only tramps have done? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting tramps. I wasn't ready for tramps. Are we ever ready for tramps, though? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Is this something only tramps have done? Because if it is, I want no part of it. 
Oh. I just want to look nice in swimsuits and low-cut dresses. I've been married for 11 years and have had two children, and my husband says I can do as I please. Oh. Also, is this type of surgery covered by insurance? <laughs> Signed, considering it. I wish that my nose job were covered by insurance. That would be amazing if Horizon Blue Cross were like, well, you look like crap. Here. Let's see the before. Just give us a copay. We'll be fine with that. Let's <laughs> take care of this A cup. Christ, if this were covered, if if plastic surgery were covered by insurance. Oh, my God. That would be my dream come true. I'm just stating it right now. That would be the downfall of America. There's two things I want. I want plastic surgery to be covered by insurance, and I want us to be uh, sponsored by Tortuga Rumbles. And I think at least one of those <laughs> things is achievable. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Uh, Patrick, you have a package. I do? Yeah. It's a lifetime supply of Tortuga. Whatever it says. <laughs> Tortuga Rumbles. Tortuga Rumbles. Oh, no, no, no. I won't. I'm just going to leave it here. No, Patrick. It's it a down. taste of the no, Caribbean. No, you have to take it upstairs. They're moist and fudgy. It's flammable. You can't it's moist, it fudgy, and flammable. Tortuga rum balls. Tortuga. For your flaming balls. <laughs> so here's what Abby says. Okay. Dear considering. Consider it. No, she just says dear considering. I thought it was consider. Oh, considering she's considering it. it. Oh, considering okay. it. Okay, okay. Sign so, considering it. There and we she go. responds there with dear considering. Oh. First name basis. Well, yeah, she's shorthanded. Right. Implants are for any woman who wants them. The Colonel's lady and Molly O'Grady alike. Oh. Like nice and unless you <laughs> And unless you can convince the insurance people that silicone implants are essential for your mental or physical health, the only thing that'll cover it is a brassiere. Zinger. Ah. Is this thing on? Dear <laughs> Try Abby. Try the salmon. Dear Abby. <laughs> Try the ham salad. Dear Abby. <laughs> wow. All right. Here's what I have to say about Ann Landers. Are you ready? Now, this is going to be, I'm going to kind of be rolling with the punches and sort of picking and choosing because oh. this is. What do you mean picking and choosing? You have to. You have no, to no. There's, 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 I'm not picking and choosing what it is. <sighs> Well, it's going to make a lot saying? of sense. Basically, what I'm saying is that the readers have come down on her. So there are multiple people writing into her oh. to come down on her for something <laughs> really specific. <laughs> okay. They're coming down on Anne for something really specific. So oh. it's less advice that she is now giving to people, but she's having to field a scenario that she needs to answer for. Okay. Mm. Dear Ann Landris. Talk about egomaniacs. You take the cake. The $2.05 cake. <laughs> Today, another picture of you appeared with your column. When do you find the time to write? It seems you're spending all your time in front of the camera. Also, the next picture looks younger than the last one. I'll bet the guy who does the retouching worked overtime on this number. I love to read what you have to say, but I could live without your picture. <laughs> Especially since it doesn't look anything like you. That's one reader. Mm. Another reader. I like your new picture, but you're wearing an old blouse. <laughs> How do I know? I heard you speak at our high school several years ago, and you were wearing that same blouse then. It's a black and white photo. <laughs> <Don't know if laughs> I hope it was a black and white blouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going with this. Ready? 
<laughs> this is all this is all aimed at Anne, ready? Dear Anne, now that I've seen two pictures of you, I am sure you are a woman. Hmm. I used to think you were a man. The advice you give is so anti-female, I thought for sure you were a cigar-chomping guy with bifocals and a green eye shade. What? What does that mean? But the bifocals is on point with our Phil Donahue talk. Another reader. Your new picture is neat. I'm glad your paper uses it because it helps me find your column. Did I write that one? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he re-signed it. Hang in there. So probably. He also knows that there is a portion of the paper that tells you where everything is. Yeah, but they can't be bothered to read. This is all pop-up. You know, this is... Sure. I I need to be only guided with photos. Dear Anne, congratulations on the new mugshot. I was sick of seeing you with that scarf around your neck. You look like a snake. And that picture with your hair sticking out like wings as if you were about to take off was awful. I'm glad you got rid of those clunkers. These are all writers that are are just coming at her for whatever this new picture is. And she's printing it. Of course she is. Dear Ann Landers, your new picture is much clearer than the old one. In fact... It has started an argument in our family. My wife and I have a bet. She says you're wearing a wig. I say it's your own hair. Five bucks is riding on your answer. And that guy is from Boston, which is no shock. Here's Anne's response. Dear readers, the new picture was taken recently by a Chicago newspaper photographer. The blouse is several years old. The lady from Boston owes her husband five dollars. I agree with Atlanta. And I'm letting my eyebrows grow out. I got the same comment from a reader in Coffeyville, Kansas. My hairdo is the same one I've been wearing for 20 years and I have no plans to change it. To those of you who don't like the new picture, let me know. If I get 50 complaints from one paper, I'll send another one! <laughs> and land does! Wait, so she does or does not wear a wig? No, that is the same... Well, actually, she kind of sidestepped this question. Well, what's the five bucks? Five well, bucks. She owes the guys uh, your... Okay, wait. The lady the lady from Boston owes her husband $5. My wife and I... She says, you're wearing a wig. I say, it's your own hair. Five bucks is riding on your answer. Oh, my God, she's wearing a wig. <gasps> I never put two and two together. She's not wearing a wig. Okay, okay. Confirmation. I can't wait for Jim to re-listen to this, and it's absolute chaos. So, her hairdo is her own. It is not a wig, and she owes her husband five bucks for that. So, Anna's not wearing a wig. She's had the exact same hairdo for 20 years. Can you imagine having the same hairdo for 25 years? Uh, Lisa Rinna does it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like you're still wearing that weird, weird like Meg Ryan, nineteen ninety nine, kind of spiky do, a little choppy. Yeah, a little choppy. She's tried to actually defect from that. She's tried to do different hairstyles, and it doesn't work. It doesn't. Is we, it, like Rinna's got to get extensions. You got to change some shit up. I don't think she should get extensions. Women with really long hair looks weird. I know. Any woman or just Rinna? This round goes to Anne Landers. Anne Landers wins 
this podcast tonight. Get your ham salad and fuck off. My sister can suck it. Am I right? She's answering questions about gay jaguars, and I'm just trying to field information about my scarf. There's nothing wrong with this scarf. It is perfectly lovely. My, my aunt gave it to me. from the Gap. If Sharon Stone can wear it to the Oscars, I can wear it here. This is the 80s, so I'm going to say Cherry Web and Terrain. What? Did we not? Oh, that might have been a Boston the thing. That? that was where every every woman, like over 30, would shop at Cherry Web and Terrain. That sounds fucking terrible. It was. Cherry Web and Terrain? It was. It was. It was this one lesbian? store. If you're was a cherry- lesbian and you like hiking, <laughs> no, go it- to Cherry Web and Terrain. You got to think about it like a like a lawyer's office. It was three different names: Cherry, comma Web, comma and Terrain. Who's because, Terrain? Because lawyers are the best dressed people ever. Let's do a little wrap up here. What have we learned between the advice that we received from Dear Abby and Ann Landers? Well, what I have learned from today's exercise is that I should always be cautious of. Who's offering me a free ride home? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Why I take the MTA? No. Because um, I'll never get home. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, Barely moving people since 1936. Gay Jaguars are real. It's a legitimate issue. And um, anyone can have breasts if they really want them, but they're not covered by insurance. Oh, believe me, I know because I've tried. Me too. The amount of times. Me too. And what I have learned from today's session is Anne looks terrible in that scarf. It looks like a snake. I got rid of it. I burned it. Don't worry. I've had this same hairdo since I was 20 years old, and it's not a wig. Oh, God. It's so hard to be in. I've learned so much tonight. I feel like if. If Anne had her own podcast, she'd end every show, like, no matter if it was, like, really mellow, she'd, like, she'd get the ramp up at the end. She's like, I'm fucking, she'd always have, like, a producer that she hated. And she'd be like, I can't fucking hear my, I'm out of here. Next week is, I'm, I'm on vacation. I feel like every podcast would end with, would end with her trashing the room. Yeah. Like, she would just, you'd just hear things slamming against walls. And then she'd I knew I should have worn this fucking scarf. It does look like a goddamn snake. Where are my cool menthols? God damn it. <laughs> she was like the Louis Black. Rose. <laughs> Every Ann Landers podcast. Where's with, my Lincoln? You just hear her walking away going, God damn it! <laughs> I'll be upstairs punching the dog! <laughs> she like trips up the stairs because her mic's still plugged in. Fuck it! God damn it! Where's the scotch? <sighs> Abby, get Abby on the phone! That bitch! God damn Damn it! She took my articles. Isn't it enough that we shared a zygote? Where's that fucking cake? Esther Pauline, Pauline Esther. Why couldn't my parents name me Mary? The third government issued name. Pauline sounds like a prostitute. I can't be Ann Landers without tipping my head back. And I know that you can't see it, but I feel it. I feel the weight. I feel that she's like she's I'm channeling her. She's coming through me. Maybe we should wear wigs for the next one. Oh, let's. And I'll make the two dollar five cent cake. Hi, everyone. If you're liking our little skit, please take a moment, rate, review and subscribe. 
wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, what have you. Thanks so much for listening.